Dear Diary, I can hardly believe my good fortune. Mike did pick me up at the bus station. I was sitting outside after the station locked up, and he pulled up in his car, opened the curbside window, and said, Mary Ellen, get in. It was like a message from heaven. Everything changed in that instant, from imminent death to rescue. Of course I scrambled up and flew to the car. Suitcase in the back seat, get in up here. I obeyed instantly, and my one suitcase was in the back, and then I was in the front next to him. I peeked at his face to see what he looked like. Oh, joy, I was rescued. I wasn't allowed to talk, although I had a thousand questions about my fate. He told me to put on the seat belt, place my hands behind my back, and keep them there, close my eyes, and keep quiet. So, of course, I did. I had no idea where we were going, but I sensed we were soon on a freeway. Once on the freeway, there must not have been much traffic distraction, because I felt his hands push the hem of my dress up. I tried not to move a muscle, just show complete cooperation and obedience. His hands seemed to enjoy my complete availability to him, and soon his fingers were in my pussy. Oh, God, keeping totally still and quiet got harder and harder, but thankfully he exited the freeway. I could tell we were on streets with frequent stopping, so his hands withdrew, and I tried to calm down. Soon we made an abrupt turn, and I could tell we were in a driveway. He shut the engine off. I didn't move, nor open my eyes. I heard him get out. I stayed still. Then I heard my door open. Get out, keep your eyes closed. I scrambled to get out and stand still. I heard the back door open, and he placed my suitcase handle in my hand. I held it firmly. Walk this way. He took my hand and led me. I followed, eyes closed. Soon I heard his key in the door lock, and I could hear the door opening. He led me in. As soon as the door closed, he told me to set the suitcase down. I complied. Then I felt the head harness being pulled over my face. I desperately wanted to take a second peek at his face, at this place I was in, but thought better of it, but he was probably monitoring me very closely, and this was my chance to make a good impression of submission and obedience so I did not take that last opportunity to peek before my eyes were covered by the leather eye strap. He fastened the three or four buckles, and I knew I had lost all hope of seeing him or my surroundings. He said, Strip. I shuddered, but I was expecting this, just as I had expected the head harness, given how severe he was with me, on our phone sex play. So I lost no time in removing everything but my high heels. I knew from our online play not to take the high heels off. 
and the high heels had ankle straps, just as he always wanted online. I felt my arms being drawn behind me. I didn't resist in the slightest. I didn't want him to doubt my complete cooperation. Then the cuffs snapped in place on both wrists. I tested them just a bit, and the metal links clinked, so I stopped and stayed motionless. We still hadn't said more than a dozen words since picking me up, but I knew that's how he wanted it. I felt the leash being attached to the neck strap of the head harness. God! And then I felt the tug of the leash, so I moved in the direction of the tugging. He led me forward what I guessed to be twenty paces, and then stopped. I heard the clink of metal, and then felt the chain around my left ankle. Oh God, I am in his bondage, just as he fantasized over and over online. I felt him take my arm and lead me a few steps, and then he said, Stay. Then I heard him say calmly, Now I need to put the car away. I'll be right back. He was gone only a couple of moments. Then, You said you were getting hungry. Let's switch from fantasy bondage to getting to know each other, and then getting you some food. I felt the ankle chain being undone, and then the cuffs came off, and so did the head harness. But I stayed motionless, and still kept my hands behind me, and still kept my eyes closed. He must have sat down because I felt him pull me down into his lap. He caressed my back as he embraced me, and then his tongue was in my mouth. My mouth was wide open. He owned my mouth, and I wasn't going to hesitate to let him know it. I wanted to embrace him back, but hadn't been told I could move my arms, so didn't. He caressed my breasts. He played with my pussy, all the time with me motionless and eyes closed. After a bit, he pushed me off his lap. I almost jumped to a standing position. Then, now, open your eyes. You need to fix yourself a light meal. So I opened my eyes. What a charming little efficiency apartment I was standing in. It must have been a furnished apartment, because he couldn't have assembled things this fast. From the kitchen, where I was, I could see several pieces of furniture in the living room, and could see there was a bed and dresser in what was probably the only bedroom. After taking that in, I stared at him for direction. Help yourself. There are groceries in the cupboards and the refrigerator, including the freezer section. He went to the living room settled into a chair and started reading his newspaper, which he must have left here earlier or carried in just now. I surprised myself at how domestic all this seemed, because I caught myself saying, And can I fix you anything? He didn't answer, so I didn't ask again. I just set about making myself a sandwich and added cheese and some celery to the plate. I poured a large glass of milk and added some chips to the plate. God, if 
only he knew how hungry I was. He could have extracted anything for this plate of food. But then, maybe he was going to. I asked where he wanted me to eat, the kitchen or the living room. He pointed to right next to his feet. So I walked there and knelt and held my plate in one hand and ate using the other. He put a hand on my naked shoulder and pushed me downward till my ass settled on my heels. I didn't resist. I continued eating. I was so starving. He kept reading. It was all so bizarre. Just an hour ago, I didn't know if this night was my last, and now here I am in a small apartment, eating everything I needed, kneeling at his feet. What joy! I wanted to cry, but resisted. I knew that would ruin whatever fantasies were going through his head, and I was determined to fulfill all his fantasies, not ruin them by some stupid female crying. Finally, my plate and glass were empty. I set them both to the side of his chair and waited. As soon as he noticed I had done that, he pushed my head down to the floor so that my ass was in the air, presented to him. He fondled it. God, now that I've eaten and can think of other than basic survival, I felt myself getting so aroused but I tried to resist it. Maybe he didn't want me aroused yet. I couldn't tell, and I wasn't about to get ahead of where he's taking me. He fondled me more and more. I was getting wet. I knew it. But before I could bite my lip and taste my blood, as away from coming on his fingers, he ordered me up. I scrambled to my feet, he led me by my arm to the only table in the living room and pushed me gently down on it. Oh, God, I anticipated scenes from our online play, but he didn't bind me as I fully expected. He just started fucking me. I thrust my arms forward as far as they would go to show my complete submission and obedience. He fucked me over and over. God, he must have been sitting there while I ate with an enormous heart on, and I didn't even suspect it. I must get better at being aware. He drove my cunt over and over. I finally burst out. Please, sir, may I come? It was my first words to him. I only got a harsh slap to my left hip. Keep quiet. God, I tried my best to hold it, but that was only successful for a minute, and then I let my cum pour as I throbbed and gyrated against his cock that was so burning my vagina walls. God, I was disobeying. What would happen? He came too, maybe because I was coming. I couldn't tell, but in the next instant, we were both on the floor, and I was in his arms, and we were wildly kissing. Bliss. Oh, joy. This went on till he wanted me to slow down. So I did. Then he said, Clean me with your mouth.
I loved getting a command, so I slid down and took his still enormous cock in my mouth. I cleaned it better than I had done any cock before. He was going to get such good service from me. He then told me to get up. I did. He led me back to where I had put my suitcase down. He pointed to it. I picked it up. He walked to the bedroom. Here is where you will sleep. Make yourself comfortable. See you tomorrow. And he turned and walked back to the kitchen, let himself out, and closed the door behind him. Wow, what to make of this? Here I am, without a chain or head harness or handcuff, in a warm apartment, with a kitchen with more than adequate groceries. True, I was naked as a sex object that had been just fucked, splayed across a table. But still, and as for not having internet or phone, there was a phone in the kitchen. I tried it, and it has a dial tone and I got out my laptop from my suitcase, and what a surprise, there were wireless networks available. Anyway, I decided to start my diary typing into my laptop, and this dear diary completes my first entry.